Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. It's Ian Guider in for Matt Cooper today. Time for The Last Word on music. John Cadell and Dee Reddy are with us. Good evening to both of you. I don't think we, having Matt uh, last Friday, spent a good bit of time going through Beyonce's album. I don't think Dee, we would have thought we'd be back here so quickly, but she's causing... It is doing well in the charts, yeah, but she's really caused well. a huge controversy. Just tell us about it, and also, how silly was this one? Really, really silly. You know, if if, if so basically, just for, for anyone who hasn't picked up on this yet, um, Beyonce has gotten into severe hot water for using an ableist slur in the lyrics on uh, her new album, Renaissance. Um, now, she has come out since and said that it's going to be changed, and that the word was not intentionally um, used like used in a harmful way it is the exact same word that Lizzo um, got into the exact same conundrum with a couple of weeks back so one has to wonder how her people and her PR team didn't pick up on that happening with Lizzo and make changes to that in advance of Renaissance coming out however like the um, you know activists who have asked for it to be changed have come out and said since that she has a history of championing inclusivity which to be fair is true and that they want to thank her for listening to the message and they look forward to getting on with enjoying the record but it just it it does it it makes you question how this could possibly have happened when we were talking only Mm. about the Lizzo thing about two weeks ago yeah but is it true that the word in question means something different in the US than it does here so it could be an American English thing it could be lost in translation but this is a word absolutely but the the, the and and I think if the Lizzo thing had not happened Mm. that would be an absolutely fair argument and and most people, most reasonable people at the time when it happened with Lizzo were quite happy once she said that's, you know, it doesn't mean that here. Mm. Um, and it, it's a very different colloquialism here. Because so. it is one of the most offensive words really on this is. side of the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, but, you know, that, that Lizzo thing was a big story. It was. So you, you just have yeah. to wonder how people didn't catch it. Yeah. But anyway, she's she's changing it now, and everybody's uh, everybody's okay about it again. But there's, yeah, there's still a bit of controversy about this album. There seems to be all sorts of things because Khalees now as well is having a little go at Beyonce mm. over this. And I don't particularly see Khalees's point because that she sampled. Part she, of- yeah, she has sampled Milkshake. A song for which Kellys is only credited as performer. Mm. Now, if you're going to take a sample of something, you pay the songwriter and you pay the mechanical royalties as well, which is the performance of the track. Now, I'm presuming, I haven't heard the uh, sample in question, I'm presuming she doesn't use any of Lizzo's vocals in it. So, therefore, the people that it would yeah. have to be cleared through are the songwriters and the performers, the musician performers, not Kellys. So Khalees is not on this sample, even though Milkshake is synonymous with Khalees. So what she's saying is that her art has been thieved Mm -hmm. for Beyonce's record and she's looking for, in inverted commas, reparations. Now, if you're not performing on the sample that's used and you didn't write it and you didn't play an instrument on it, nobody is taking anything from you. But isn't her... 
sorry to you, just cut it. Isn't her point, and I just read it out here, that she said, the issue is we are female artists, okay? Black yeah. female artists in an industry that we, there's not that many of us. And I think that's what it comes down to in like, you know, in a 2020 interview with The Guardian, she said that she'd basically made nothing from the sales of her first two albums and that, you know, she obviously feels anger for that. And I think that's, you know, that's that's fair enough in its own way. But I don't I don't necessarily think that going after Beyonce in this but case what, is, is really the right thing. Now, she has said that this isn't really about Beyonce, that it's about the the kind of the track producers and all those people that didn't didn't give her a heads up in advance. But, uh, but uh, I don't think that Beyonce owes her any more than she I don't owes, think anybody yeah. owes her anything to do with this. Yeah. I mean, apart from maybe a, a college or courtesy saying, by the way, a song that is uh, that is known as your song uh, is being sampled for this album. None of your vocals are being sampled on it. But I think Khalees's point oh, is... As you said it there, it's synonymous with Khalees. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, her beef is probably with the fact that nobody picked up the phone and said, out of courtesy, by the way, they're sampling Milkshake on Beyonce's new album. Well, I think that the larger issue for Khalees is actually, you know, if she isn't credited on... Uh, you know, in the correct way on those initial two albums, then that's the fight that she yeah. be, she should be having, and that 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 next issue with Beyonce and wouldn't may, follow. Yeah, in and that maybe case. that is the fight when she yeah. talks about reparations. Maybe she's talking about going back and getting historical royalties from songs that she yeah. says she was creatively involved in. I don't I, know. I presume, do you've been streaming all weekend? Um, well, I was actually at another, <laughs> at, at, altogether now over the weekend, so I was streaming it on the way down. Um, but yeah, still really enjoying the album and um, I'm not alone in that. Heading for number because one. Because it's going to be her fourth UK number one by the looks of it. Um, and she may even have that really rare thing of having a number one uh, album and single doing the double. The top. You're doing the L double. The double. Right, let's have a bit of music from it. Let's have a track. Let's go play a bit of cozy from it. Just a reminder. I wouldn't yeah, mess with Beyonce's sister either. Oh, no, no way absolutely would I mess not. with Solange. Yeah. No. And Solange has some cracking uh, records. Left, yeah, left yeah. hook. Yeah. Oh, well, true. <laughs> yeah. Look, despite the controversy, that's going to be a record. It's going to be the, the, probably the most streamed uh, album of the year, isn't it? Easily. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so I mean, easily well, now, do you? you got Harry Styles well, now. Yeah, but at the moment, she's currently outselling the rest of the top five in the charts combined. And so was Harry about two months ago when his album came out. Sure, look, we'll see what happens. We'll see now. what happens. Yeah. No, 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 you brought mm. Harry Styles into it, John. So I am going to bring up Louis Tomlinson, yeah. who is probably, in fairness, he's actually recognising that he is saying most of One Direction's previous albums 
can I say can I say the word? Do you want to say the word? Uh, well, he's saying that their first album wasn't very good at all. Now the thing the thing with the all of the One Direction boys is that when they're asked they realised well when when they're asked about their old band, it's like looking back at embarrassing teenage photos of yourself when you're in your thirties or whatever it might be, and he's sort of saying, yeah, that album wasn't great. Oh, the difference is that many of my uh, teenage photos have not made me millions. <laughs> and he's 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 saying that the album isn't great, but he wants to get a, a reunion together with the other lads. But what he's going to uh, play re- different he's music? He's going to refuse to play. Uh, that I don't I, know how that's going to work. I don't know. Let's let's inflict a bit of One Direction. Well, hang on, on a second. People. There's nothing wrong with One Direction. Oh, that, Just because like one of the well, lads, he's says the he's, second one. Zane came out and said this uh, before Zane, as well. Like is he not? Is he not, like, is he not allowed now that he was the first out? in their mansions moaning about like, yeah, they, like as there are tens of yeah. mo- and it is tens of millions yeah, they've like, made you know from. like have a bit of like decorum and like look at the platform it's given them to go on and, and make the music that they want to make yeah. and some of them are more successful at doing that I than others so there successful. you go yeah. go on let's yeah. go on let's have a little bit a little bit of one direction for people I've tried playing it cool but when I'm looking at you I can't ever be brave Cause you make my heart race Shot me out of the sky You're my kryptonite You keep making me weak Yeah, frozen and can't breathe Something's gotta give now Cause I'm dying just to make you Has he fallen into the trap of, you know, I'm now cool now, listening to some of, you know, Is he I there? recognize it. Well, well, he's yeah. try, trying to get on the back of Harry Styles of, of he'd success. Be the, he's, no, he'd be the one you'd well, forget. Well, he came to him that said he was more successful than... Uh, he he is the one you'd forget to name in a table quiz. Uh, oh. Oh, harsh. <laughs> well, yeah, like, no, but you know what? Like this, this, the thing that annoys me about this, right, is, yeah, fine if you wouldn't listen to that music now, but that music was never made and aimed at guys in their 20s. Yeah, and then they... So, like, don't... anyone in their 20s. But, like, don't... anybody who's listened to but music. don't make the people that snob. were or are your when fans feel bad <laughs> for enjoying your output. Like, yeah. have a bit more good grace than that. And there was Zane going, you know, if I would try and sing a hook or a verse slightly R&B or slightly myself, it would always be recorded again until there was a straight version that was pop. It just, yeah. you know... Like, I, that's how pop is... Also, he said, that's not the music I would listen to. Would you sit, listen to one Direction sat at a party with your girl. I wouldn't. But like, what the hell are you doing? Like at a party, sitting there in the corner listening to music with your bird. It's not how you. It's not how you party, Zane. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should teach Zane how to party. There you go. Zane. But yeah. he is sitting there with his millions on the back of all of this. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's Actually, it. can we move on to something that's going to be really important in music in the next couple of years? Because obviously, everything's streaming now. Let's mm. be honest. Everything's streaming, and the biggest ones out there being Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon are in it. But the real thing that could really undercut them and be really important for a lot of up-and-coming musicians, TikTok, potentially yeah. getting into a mu- into the music business because it is the social media app for an entire generation. Mm. 1.4 billion users in, what, three, four years? Yeah. And if it gets into music, this could have a huge effect both for artists now but also for people coming up. 
Yeah, you're so right. And I mean, in, in a way, it's already heavily involved in music, you know, like the, uh, like Fleetwood Mac, uh, Dreams went viral on TikTok, TikTok rather last year and, you know, re-entered the charts more than 40 years after its original release. So it's already having a huge impact into the music that people are listening to. And now they have filed patents for TikTok music, suggesting that they may actually be making a move into music streaming themselves. Now, it's really, really interesting because according to the, the filing that they made, they'd let users purchase, play, share and download music all within their own app, which is obviously going to be a massive, massive problem for the likes of Spotify and Apple. But it does kind of make you wonder if that's why Spotify has been very, very overt about becoming more interactive within their own space. At the moment, like they've recently launched the kind of karaoke within the app and then they bought Hurdle as well. So it's interesting to see where that'll end up going. Yeah, I mean, it has the potential to make uh, Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon Music just look like yesterday's news. I know, it's incredible, but you would also think from an artist's point of view as well for being discovered because it is so addictive, TikTok, and they have the algorithm as to keep mm. people keep watching it. You could go viral very easy. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, and, you know, uh, labels across the world look to TikTok mm. to see what's breaking and see what they should be signing, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the, the, the cart pulling the horse, but that's just where we are. Yeah, and that's the thing. You have to kind of w- wonder what the negative impacts for for musicians might, in fact, be, you know. Well, it's ra- the usual thing. You don't get paid for it. <laughs> well, and it's not even that it's just you know like if there's all this pressure to go viral and yeah. you know some that's not in somebody's wheelhouse then you know great artists could be overlooked well, as well. We saw like with the likes of what we were talking about the other week Halsey and, mm-hmm. and other uh, female performers have uh, been saying you know they said they wouldn't release my new single until I did some content for their app you know in order to promote the single and that is the card pulling yeah, the horse. Yeah, It's the yeah. same argument it was when uh, MTV launched all those years ago. 40, it like, is it 40 years ago MTV? Uh, 40 years ago so, this week, yeah. And people week. were like, well, we have to become film stars now as well as musicians. Those <laughs> uproar uh, from all the old uh, fellas from the 60s and 70s who were a bit haggard looking. But they were like, you know, we're, we do music, but you can't just do music anymore. Maybe you know, you video have. will kill the streaming star this time well, around. there you go. There you go. Yeah. I think, I said it, this is only a patent that TikTok have filed and who knows where well, it will. Well, that often happens, yeah. But if it is, like if you matched video mm. with their addictive audio, ba- addic- audio addictive video, it could be the killer for a lot of streaming services yeah, out there. They'll, they'll just look like, you know, the disc man when, uh, when, when uh, the iPod they came They used to be along. grateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's move, actually, let's move on. So it's slightly music related, but it did go viral the other day. And this is Ginger Spice was at the Euro finals. Ah, Jerry, Jerry, but Jerry. the company I- she keeps... I mean, like, I don't, I have to say, I don't know why people are surprised about Jerry Halliwell being pictured with Nadine Dorries and I think Liz Truss as well. The, the, the most alarming thing is just, she looks glowing to be in their company. She looks so genuinely Nadine Dorries being British cabinet minister yes. responsible for culture, Liz Truss. The yeah, in the, in, in the leadership party. race. Um, but she's gotten in serious hot water under this from some of her fans. My favourite was a Twitter user who, tweeted, Jerry really slammed the left and shook herself to the right, huh? But um, I don't know why anyone's surprised. Like, um, Jerry has been saying really say- like nice things about Tories for a very long time. That she makes has, her one of the few people in I the world. I know, right? She is called Churchill and Thatcher at various points in her career, the original Spice Girl. Now, 
it remains to be seen how Thatcher or Churchill would have felt about that, but she definitely thought it and said it. Um, and Lauren Laverne back in the day had some very, very choice words for her on mm. Nevermind the Buzzcocks, where she called her a Tory bleep um, and so it's not a, it's not a secret so I don't know why people are, are that surprised stories, that's why mm. yeah but you know you have to also remember like that Jerry and her Spice Girl day like if you think of Jerry Halliwell now, you still think about her in the Union Jack dress yes. at mm. the Brit Awards '97 with the, the the red hair, and um, you know she's had to live with that image for the last twenty six years. So is is she not allowed to just be herself when there's a camera around? Being you a know, maybe Tory supporter well, yeah, of okay, Liz but like not everybody is as hand wringing about that stuff <laughs> as people on Twitter are. You know, Jerry Halliwell is a very different person than she was twenty six years ago. Yeah, she still loves Tories, um, and she should <laughs> she should be aware that she does have a very very uh, uh, big gay following who will have felt let down by her embracing Nadine Dorries, who has you know who. Has had horrible things to say uh, about gay marriage, and you know, Jerry, does she have to stop herself every time there's a photo op to go? How does this fit with my fans? Was she, well, she not just having a day out? Well, yeah, I agree and with you. She to be judged? No, no, I agree with you to a certain extent in that, like, absolutely, post away, love, like, off you go. But <laughs> okay. if people choose not to like you anymore, that's their business. Yeah. Okay, let's get on to picks of the week. D, what's your one? My pick of the week this week is a brand new one from Fizzy Orange. It's called Cafe Continental. Um, it's a, a Dublin soul sextet, and they're really, really good. Let's have a listen. Join the tea, John. Not so much. Uh, I, I can't get over the band name. It's, it's in the long tradition. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> wet leg, new dad, yard act, bottom shelf, or something that Bellex One Lad was in. Uh, and this one's Fizzy Orange. Like, they obviously just had a bottle of it at the studio going, What we call the band? And somebody looked over Fizzy Orange. <laughs> Your pick of the week, something. Uh, well, a bit of a much cooler band name. It's from, uh, it's something new but old from Suede. So, a month after they released their debut album in 1993, they did a show, I think, at the Brixton Academy. And it was released on video later that year. Uh, it was then subsequently released for Record Store Day on some coloured vinyl yoke. Um, <laughs> let's, and let's, let's, on regular let's have vinyl. a listen to it. Yeah. Let's have a listen to it.
That was Suede and the Drowners. John Cadell, D-Ready, thank you very much for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-